Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slims. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Only one Slims and only one Nolan Richardson. And he's with us tonight on a Tuesday night because the Razorbacks play on Wednesday night. So, Nolan, you're on with Randy Rainwater, Marcus Elliott, Rick Schaefer, and welcome to Drive Time Sports. It's good to be here. Once again, we're excited about what's getting ready to happen with the Razorbacks. They just keep playing. You know, Nolan, we could ask you every week, and we just got through talking to Kevin McPherson about Jalen Williams. So as we were talking about the charges he takes, who is the best at taking charges that you ever coached? Well, that that was that became no question with with uh, with Beck. He attempted, you know, we kept charge even when he tried to attempt it. He, he attempted fifty two of them during the wow. season, <laughs> and and that's just unbelievable. But as I try to explain, Jason Williams, he can beat you so many different ways. You know, he's a great passer. So you have to recognize that he can shoot the ball. You gotta, you, you gotta guard him. I mean, he, he doesn't get out there and shoot it all the time, but he brings you that aspect. He brings you the things that help teams become really good. Someone is like the glue, and and that's who he is. He's glue to that team, offensively and defensively. You usually find an offensive man and a defensive guy. This guy's got them both. It's you don't. That's something that he's very well and very well gifted with, is that being able to see the floor. He can see the floor. When I think of Jason, I think of guys like Larry Bird made their team better, players better around him. Magic Johnson made their team better. Williams makes his team better. I mean, there's a lot of good players, but they don't make other players better. This guy makes you better. And so it's 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 uh, it's amazing, and I've said that all along. Is that he, he may be the greatest passer, not in the Southeast Conference. I'm talking about probably in the U.S. of A. where they play basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a compliment. Obviously, he's not going to get as many assists as a guard, but you can still be a good uh, passer. But they're well, they got take... they got the ball. <laughs> yeah, they, they got the ball all the time. They that's all they right. have this that's guy right. doesn't have the ball. That's right. I tell you it, what, when, when Jason's got the ball, the defense is at a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage. When the point guard got the ball, that, that point guard is not to the point where he's making the defense at a disadvantage. That means that this boy has got a chance to make something happen, and usually it's good. And on defense, you better watch where he is because then he's going to make something happen again. You see, so he <laughs> – He's hard. He's hard. You can't match up with him. He's six, what, eight, six, seven, six, eight. Six, you know, seven. He, 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 he plays like he's seven, five. Yeah. You know, what's funny is because Matt Zimmerman, if you listen to him on the radio working with Chuck Barrett, and I know you know Matt very well, uh, he'll make comments when uh, Williams will take a charge. 
he'll say, the other team just didn't read the scouting report. They know he sets up for charges. <laughs> yeah. I've heard yet, him say that several and, times. And yet you can know it's coming, and still he he does it so well that you're going to run right into him, aren't you? Absolutely. Like I said, he's he's wherever the ball is. And how do you how do you you don't I don't think you can teach that. I, I think uh, that's a, a natural instinct that the, he's blessed and gifted with being able to do those kinds of things. I think all those guys that I mentioned, such as the Magic and, and the, the Birds of the world, uh, there's there's something special about what they do and how they make their team better by playing with them. You may be like everybody else. Uh, you saw all the stuff about Tom Brady today. I know you love all sports and you like football as well. What would you think about Brady retiring? Long you live, die you must, Brady. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, anyone spend, what, 22 years? 22 mm. years. God, anybody spend 22 years getting beat up and can walk away is, is, is really marvelous. I, I think what a career. And not only did he get beat up a lot of times, and sometimes he didn't, but how many championships was he able hmm. to corral? And yeah. how, I mean, how many, how many other quarterbacks have been, have been to where he's been? Nobody. Nobody. Mm-hmm. No. It, no. It's just, it's, it's nothing else left for him to do, but to, go maybe chase another kind of life, maybe. But yeah. he's done it all. You don't have anything to prove. Well, you uh, would have... The only, thing, the only thing he could do is continue to go back, and as he gets older, finds out that the old body is, doesn't respond like it did before. Huh. And it, <laughs> then that would cause him some, some, some uh, sorrow that he didn't. To me, there's a time to to hang it up it's just like the old yeah. uh, gambler would say is you know you got to know when to fold it <laughs> know when, when yeah. to run baby that's right yep. <laughs> know when to run you count the dealers when the dealing is done you know that, yeah baby that's, that's, that's it sing it kenny rogers sing it <laughs> that's right. I, I love that song because it makes i love it too coach it's got to be tough for Brady, though, Coach, because most most athletes, kind of like me, you you get told it's over. Uh, he could probably, I'm sure, if he changed his mind tomorrow, there'd be some some teams lined up to to give him a. Oh, a no shot. question. Yeah, no question. I mean, some guys as old as they would seem to be is only for another team is, is a youngster. Mm-hmm. Well, they ain't beat anybody, so <laughs> why not hey, why not give this guy the opportunity to to give us a chance to win? That that's what that to me is the, the key is looking for a chance to win. And what what chance would you have to win with Brady compared to some of the other quarterbacks you can bring in? Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. I'd take Brady. Oh absolutely. Yeah. You would love this uh coach. I watched uh Stephen A. Smith was talking about it today on ESPN and so he said, okay, here's the five best athletes ever in Boston history. And he didn't put Ted Williams in, which he should have, because he never saw Ted Williams play, but he would be in the top five. So we had Bobby Orr, number, four, number five, David Ortiz, number four. You'd love his number three pick was your favorite basketball player, Larry Bird. He put, Bear, he put Brady number two, 
because he put Bill Russell number one. So I, Bill Russell and Larry Bird are two tremendous players, and I know you have great interest in both of their careers. Oh, man, let me tell you what. You know, um, Bill Russell is, is, is – I probably would have put it number one. That's when what he put it. When it comes put to him the all-time, yeah. number one. There's no he, question because – put him there. No, no one has done what what Billy Boy did. <laughs> uh, you know, old school or new school. I mean, it didn't matter. And, it, it, you know, and he did really good as one of the coaches, not only as a player. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no uh, – you can't use enough – you can't find the adjectives to, to, to uh, describe this man. This, this man is, is beyond describable of what he did during his career. Uh, those are some pretty good numbers. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, that I wasn't that fun of that group. You know, I was a Brooklyn Dodger man. <laughs> really? Oh, because of Jackie oh, yeah. Robinson. I, you know, Jackie Robinson, baby. You know, Yesterday uh, was his was birthday. Did you know that? I didn't hear you. Yesterday was Jackie Robinson's birthday. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I, you know, he's a, uh, it was it the 29th of January, 30th? It would be 31st of January was his birthday. 31st. All yes, right. sir. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, did, I didn't realize it was a birthday until this afternoon. But, uh, yeah, he and Pee Wee Reese and uh, Newcomb, you know, yes. Carl Rillo. Those, those, those are my guys, boy. Uh, Coach, I love you to death, but I can't go with you on that one. I'm, <laughs> I'm a Yankee man, so I'm Yankee sorry, fan. Coach. I, That's right. I can't okay. go with you on that one. Coach, can we go back to Jalen Williams real quick? Because okay. I'm just curious what you think might be his ceiling. Uh, repeat the last part. I could. I mean, what what do you where do you where do you see the ceiling? For Jalen Williams, if there is, one. he didn't have. One. If there is one, no, I don't. I, th- I, th- I think he's gonna he's gonna be as good or better each time out. A lot of guys it takes a year, so <laughs> every every game he plays, he he looks better to me. I mean, he's getting better and better and better. How good can he get to be? I have no clue. Uh, hmm. Does he have a clue? I don't think he knows how good he can be, <laughs> and and that's a good clue. That he don't know it, yeah. but uh, I think the ceiling, the ceiling is unlimited. A lot of guys jump high as they can. He does what he can and do it all the time. A lot of guys can't do it all the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of players can't rebound all the time. All the time, take a charge. All the time, make a great pass. All. I mean, everything you talk about with this young man, all the time he's doing it. You know, you, so, men- uh, you mentioned his skill level for a big man, and I'm sure you've, you've talked about this, but Oliver Miller, does he, his skill set remind you any of uh, Miller? How, how did the skill level remind me of what? Does his, does does Williams' skill level remind you any of Oliver, one of your old players, Oliver Miller? Oh yes, oh yeah. That's why I couldn't get all the comparisons because Oliver Miller, to me, at the time, going as a, as a high school and a college player, 
was by far the best big man that's ever passed it the basketball. Hmm. The thing that Oliver had that uh, I, I think that Jason doesn't do but could is Oliver could throw a football 60 yards uh, not getting higher than six feet off the ground with the ball. <laughs> now that, that, that's, that's chunking it. You know, that ain't throwing mm. it. That's chunking it. Yep. I mean, if you ran down the floor, Oliver would grab it with those big hands he had, and, and the ball looked like an orange <laughs> in his hand. So he could, you know, I'd get a kick out of him and say, look at him. They, uh, there he is. They take it out of bounds. They say, well, one pass, he gets a layup. They don't run no half-court offense. What the hell are you going to run an offense? That was the offense. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing also, Coach, that wasn't fair, Oliver could stand out of bounds. He could hand the ball to Corey Beck at the midcourt. I mean, uh, Todd Day at the midcourt line. His arms were that long. Right. Yeah. You're about right. I, Oliver, you know, again, I, I, I love my man Oliver because Oliver was – one of the big guys that I thought could see the game better than anybody else, basically, I coached, except for one other kid named Paul Presley. Mm-hmm. He could see the game. And, and, and that, to me, that reminds me of Jason. Jason sees the game before, you know, he sees the plays before they happen. He sees the pass before he's created already a, a pattern of who, where it's going, when it's going. I mean, you, it, it's very, you don't teach that. You, you hope that some of that will rub off on some of the other players. But that's who he is. You won't see him run down the floor and, and jack up a jump shot right off the bat because that's just not his style or his game. But it doesn't mean that he can't do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, I just, you... uh, I, but Oliver, you know, Oliver is in the, they're the same class of big guys that can really pass the ball. Coach, you've I been mean, with us. Since the beginning of this season, and so you've talked through the nine and zero start, then through the three game losing streak. How much do you think the three game losing streak has to do with their current six game winning streak? How much did they learn during that losing streak that has benefited them as they're winning now? You know, the thing that I I believe that, that Musk has been able to. to he stayed, they, they, they never, you know, they never really got beat. There was, you know, uh, things can happen that you really never, ever really got beat. And and it was just a matter of time things began to click again. It's a matter of time guys that were used to winning, sometimes you don't play the type of teams or talent that will make you play a better brand of basketball. And, and maybe that came in at, at that period, which, so, which set a shockwave that, hey, we, ain't nobody going to lay down. They're not chopped liver. Or this is, you know, nobody's laying down. And so, you know, the game become a mind game. And, and he's got some good players. And, and when you have good players and, and they take on that persona of their coach that wants to win also, uh, it, it didn't surprise me. Uh, you know, you don't jump off in the lake because things are not going right for a moment or two. But I, I believe they, they're back on track. Uh, not that they're going to win every game after this, but, you know, you're going to have to beat them. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. You're going to have to beat them. 
And that takes quite an effort right now because I think, Coach, and you love defense, Arkansas is playing some of the best defense, particularly help defense. You know, it's one thing that uh, I can lock down on my guy, but if he happens to beat me, they're doing a great job with help defense. Oh, man. I mean, that offside defense is absolutely uh, tremendous. You know, any – you know – I, I I enjoyed getting up and doubling and trapping and all that. I I I I, I, I enjoyed that because that was who I was and that's how we played and and really played. But but when you can lock down the way that the Razorbacks are locking down opponents, uh, and and they're getting a lot of help from every guy on the on the on the court that goes into the game or play in that game, it, it just makes makes the game a lot easier. Then you got a guy that's having a, a beautiful year with Note and, and and Ward, some of those other kids. Uh, you know, Davis may look like he's in a slump, but he, he, he's an awfully good slump. You know, you know, a lot of guys would like to be in the kind of slump that he hasn't done, but there's other things they do to make his team better. So that, that all those things are getting to me better and better. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think you're going to see a no hundred, you know, ninety point game because they don't play that style to be scoring that many points or be scored upon that many points. Well, coach, I've, I've, I'm, I'm going to take a. I'm going to take a um, stab at this, but I'm going to say, besides Jalen Williams, your favorite player for Arkansas is Trey Wade. I'm going to call him the lunch pail guy. He does mm-hmm. whatever it takes to win, whether it's defensively, locking down on his on his guy, helping out defensively, getting a rebound, and then there's times he'll score. But this, to me, right. would be your kind of player, a lunch pail guy who brings his lunch pail to work every day. I love it. That's what I'm saying. With him... And you have the guy that's got some other abilities to make him even look better, because he's a worker. He's, he's one of those guys. He's a blue collar guy, and 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 you better not leave him open, because he can he can bust you with it. But he, you're absolutely right. You, those are the kind of players to me give you a chance to win national championships or win championships of conference or win tournament games. Uh, those are the kind of players you need on your floor and. You you were absolutely right about Ward. You absolutely. Uh, I couldn't think of anyone else, even in the league, that I would like any better than that young man. Well, it's good that you still love watching them play. And I know you, uh, when Mike was here and, and – and you obviously were in a situation where everybody was in better health. You used to go to Bud Walton Arena. Do you, do you miss going to the arena much? Oh man, yes. Uh, you you don't you don't do it all for as many years as I've <laughs> been able to love basketball and to talk basketball and not miss the excitement of the games and the excitement of the, how the, the expressions on the faces and, and watch the. Uh, and watch guys uh, like Musk get technical 
<laughs> you like that? <laughs> I said, that boy, bud, you just joined the club, huh? <laughs> yeah. They call it the hate you club. <laughs> Hit another one for me. All right, Rick, I tried to leave. I wanted to leave opening there for you to talk yeah. about Coach's and we Foundation. Can, we can do that. Let's do that before the break. We'll talk about the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation. Uh, those of you who would like to um, help Coach Richardson, help those who have needs, uh, you can go to, on the Internet, you can go to givetoyvonne.com, givetoyvonne.com, or uh, you can send a check if you prefer to do that uh, to uh, Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation, 4057 North Hughmount Road, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T Road in Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. And, Coach, those funds go to help those. Not a dime goes into administrator's pocket. It goes straight to help young people who need some help in Arkansas, correct? Absolutely. And and i like to shout out to the people that have really helped us at, at Walmart and Specialties Packaging with Biggs and Jack Stevenson and, and John Davis at Lindsay Associates. Uh, and uh, recently one that's it's Mickey and Larry Brennan Insurance Company. Yeah, they, absolutely. Along with their mother-in-law and mother. Uh, one. Hold, hold that list, Coach. We want you to go ahead and acknowledge them when we come back. I'm sorry. We let you okay. Drive Time Sports, back in a moment. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Well, normally each and every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, we'll be talking with Coach Richardson, thanks to our good friends at Slim Chickens. And, uh, yes, there's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot, the Chicken Tender Deal, the Hungry Meal, seven chicken tenders with Texas toast, fries, and made them drink. I just heard Marcus run out the door. Uh, the eight-wing deal, that's eight chicken wings with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. This is Marcus's meal for sure. The tenders and wings, that's five chicken tenders, five chicken wings, all in one meal with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. That is Rolling with Nolan. Thanks again to Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. A lot of place to get chicken, but there's only one Slims. And, and Coach, was, um, Coach was talking about yeah. some of the people that have helped the Von Richardson Memorial Foundation, and we ran into the break. Coach, I'm sorry we did that to you. You want to you want to continue with that uh, list of folks who have been very good yeah. to you? Yeah, uh, the shout out to guys like Rip House, Herman, and oh, with wow. Nick doing his job, and 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 of course we we want to shout out to you, Rick and Adelaide Schaefer. Uh, thanks a lot for your kindness. In helping us out, so uh, we appreciate every everything that can be done. We appreciate it very, very much. Very good. We know it goes to help people that need some help. So, Randy, thank you for allowing us to do that. You bet. All right, let's check in with uh, Mike. Mike, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Richardson? Hey guys, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just wanted to mention a book. You guys were talking about um, Jackie Robinson a few moments ago. Yeah. And uh, the, 
one of the best books I have ever read uh, is uh, called 42 Faith. And it yeah. is a book about Jackie and how he kind of grew up and how his mother's faith was instilled in him, how he and Branch Rickey shared a great faith, and how what influence he had on so many players uh, with the, in, in Brooklyn. And just it's, it's just a wonderful story uh, about his life. It, I mean, it, you know, it, it involves baseball, but more than that, it involves uh, just the players on which he had an influence in his life and what he had to go through as a, as the first black player and how his faith helps him get through that. And it, I mean, it's fantastic. I got it for Christmas, read it. I think I'm going to read it again. So <laughs> I just wanted to mention that guys, cause it's yeah. a great, great book. 42 faith is what it's called. Yep. I've seen it. I've read Jackie Robinson's autobiography, which is really interesting because the first half of it, coach, I don't know if you've read it or not, but the first half of it's all about baseball the second half of it talks about his life after baseball, and Jackie Robinson was instrumental in helping in the New York area black businesses get started. He opened a bank to make loans to uh, black businesses that became very successful because of him, and that's kind of the unknown story of Jackie Robinson. Not I never just heard he did that for before. baseball, but what he did for the entire community when his career was over. Hmm. You know, yeah, it, it was it was. So, I'm, oh, go ahead. Excuse me. You know, uh, Jackie was an amazing man. Uh, you know, he, I guess the more I, I you know, he, learned he, about about Jackie when I was a young young kid, my grandmother yeah. thought the world of Jackie Robinson had opened doors for all of us in in many walks of life. You know, uh, she was thinking in terms yeah. of Joe Lewis in, in the boxing world. Yeah. That, that, did some of the same things along with what Jackie had done. And so she 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 preached the fact that he was able to do things that others may not be able to do, that there are sometimes people are brought in on this earth or to to serve and, and to that's what Jackie Robinson did for mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. He was a server. Yeah. And and he served yeah. as well. Well, he was quite a guy, and, and uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to mention yeah. that 42 Faith, I promise you, if somebody wants to call me at 501-690-7166, I will buy a book and send it to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's, That's great. great. Well, there you awesome, go, guys. Mike. That's a good offer. All right. Thank you, Mike. It's a great offer. Did anybody you know, write that in, number? In light of what you just said, Nolan. Um, I Martin, couldn't hear you. In, in light of what you were just talking about, Martin Luther King said, that he never could have done what he did had Jackie Robinson not paved the way. That, that's pretty impressive. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a lot of gravel roads out there. Uh, gravel, he kept us from walking. Some of us youngsters who tried to follow in his footsteps, he, mm-hmm. well, he paved the road. He <laughs> paved the road. Coach, you, you're in that same vein, though. Talk, talk about what that's that's like though for what it was like for you because it wasn't a smooth ride for you either right no that's why i used to tell our guys the raggedy ride is better than a smooth walk especially if you got to walk 10 miles in the snow you better get the raggedy ride so we had had some raggedy times uh i i I could not probably uh 
say the things that I would say about me that I would say about Jackie Robinson and what he did, but but because of him, I had an opportunity, and hopefully because of me and whatever I have been able to accomplish, I have paved some roads for those to follow. Because I, I know it became personal. Everything became personal to me because I knew that if I didn't do it, if I wasn't successful, I don't think doors are opening. Mm. They only open mm. to those that are successful or someone that's trying to stop someone from being successful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to hire someone that looks like me in order to stop me from being able to do what I do best mm. is open doors. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting now as we watch college basketball, you don't even think about if the coach is white or black because there's so many of both. When you came into the Southwood, you came to the University of Arkansas, you were one of six black coaches in the United States. Uh, that's the, It's a real different day, and you had a lot to do with the way it changed that, that you at least have to feel uh, It, it means so that. much to me. It, it's, so, it's so gratifying to, to know that, you know, when you start off in El Paso and the only job you can get is at a, a Hispanic school where I had gone to high school to, to get a job, there was no, not a black coach in baseball, football, track, or anything. Uh, and, and, and really nobody really wanted the job because they were, the Hispanic kids didn't grow that big. They, they weren't that in love with the basketball game, but it was, something that I had gone to school with and I wanted the job. So that was the first time that uh, an African-American that that from a standpoint in Texas uh, was hired. And, and so in order for me to go to clinics and what have you, they usually had them in Dallas, Houston, and those places. And sometimes, you know, you got 2000 coaches around the state of Texas, three, 4,000. Sometimes I'd be the only black coach around. Wow. It's amazing. Wow. You know, and then at junior college, it was just the same. You know, there's 49 junior colleges, and I get a job at Western Texas. That'd be the first African-American coach in Texas junior college basketball. Mm-hmm. You see, so it, it, it was something for me all, all the way through. And I remember what my granny had said is, you're not like everybody else. Some good things are going to happen, and you're going to have to open some doors for your kids. Wow! And I and I didn't understand what she said when she talked about my kids because I was 16, 15 years old when she was telling me this. What kind of pressure? Wait a minute. In other words, you you're going to have to open some doors like they did for you. But That's isn't that an awful lot of pressure, Coach? I mean, did you feel a it, lot. or how did you deal with it? A lot. That's why I, I tell everybody, you know, when they say, did you, did you coach with a chip on your shoulder or play with a chip on your shoulder? No. I play, I coached and played with a mountain on my shoulder. Yeah, I can, I can there imagine. There was no chip. chip. Chip would have been easy for me. <laughs> I love it. No, I played, I played like there's no tomorrow if I could. Uh, that's why I played all the sports. I didn't know which one I could be decent at. So I just played them all. And I wasn't worth a damn in any of them, but uh, I was out there. <laughs> well, Coach, speaking speaking of, when you think about the path that you took, and that is, to me, it, it, it's it's basically still even unheard of today. High school, junior college, 
then you go to Tulsa, mid-major, then you go to right. Arkansas, major. Right. You just don't hear that happening even today, Coach, where a guy has that kind of path and is able to go from down here. I mean, if you if someone had told you when you first got into the game of coaching, now, Nolan, we're going to – by the time you get to Arkansas, you're going to be making a little bit over a million dollars a year. Would you believe them? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at I all. wouldn't have believed it. I'm, well, I'm talking about no. myself in the same position. I wouldn't have believed it. No. I tell, I tell you what, though, I'll never forget something that really stuck with me for all my life, and it's to this day. It wasn't about the money that I would make. It was about, you know, if someone would have said, I'll pay your lights, your gas, and the water bill and everything, and you can coach this team, but we don't have no money, I'd have taken the job. <laughs> I yeah. love, in other words, when I woke up in the morning, I'd be so happy that I'm going to work, I'm the head coach, and I'm going to do this. And I, I was more concerned about what I can do than I ever was about mm-hmm. the job. Mm-hmm. This is a true fact. When I signed to go to Western Texas, I – I had been at Bowie High School 13 years. Golly. I took a one-year contract, one year, wow. and, and left my job as a high school coach to take that one-year contract. And, mm-hmm. and I was there three years, and each one of those years, I had a one-year contract, and I went to the NJCAA all three of those years, final four, two of those years, won, won the national championship undefeated. All on a one-year contract. Why did you take a one-year contract? And where did you? I mean, why? why tell, talk about taking that one-year contract. Why you well, did it? Oh, I wanted. I wanted to be a college basketball coach so bad. Okay. That I was willing to take a cut in pay, and I, you know, in high school, you you you, you actually had a year contract, year to year, each year to get one. But everybody knows that you you, co- you can teach and coach and keep going. But the junior college, they can replace you mm. immediately. But it didn't matter to me at the time because I, I had, I had a mission. It seemed to me I was on a mission, and it, and it didn't dawn on me that if I don't do well, I'm out of here. <laughs> you never it, thought it about never it. Never dawned on me that I wasn't going to do well. Wow. But but I I credit that to the old lady who's saying that you take something because you love it. If you can do something you love, you don't work. You don't have a job. That's uh, right. That's awesome. And if you do it with passion, they'll pay you for it. And they did. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and that's what it says. You might pay me a penny today, but it's going to cost you $10 million <laughs> pennies tomorrow. <laughs> so that's going to my job. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Coach Nolan Richardson and Rolling with Nolan is brought to you by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. The Chicken Tender Meal, the Hungry Meal, seven chicken tenders with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. There's the wing deal the eight wing deal that's eight chicken wings with texas toast fries and a medium drink and the five chicken tenders and five chicken wings 
all in one meal with Texas Toast Fries in a medium drink. That is Slim Chickens each and every, normally each and every Wednesday night, but because of Arkansas basketball, Coach has been so gracious to move to Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock. Hopefully we'll be back in our familiar slot next week on Wednesday. And, uh, Rick, if you would, before we run out of time, if you would talk about the Yvonne Richardson sure. Foundation, please. We'll mention it one more time. Those who would like to give uh, gifts of support, uh, and it's a great organization, we can tell you that. Uh, your dollars will be utilized to the maximum. Uh, you can either write a check to Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation and send it to that foundation at 4057 North Humount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. Or you can go right online to give to Yvonne, give to Yvonne, all lowercase, all together, no space in between, Y-V-O-N-N-E dot com. A lot of younger people, that's the way they give these days, and that's uh, that's a good way to do it. You know, it's interesting, Nolan, you started that charity, oh, my gosh, it's been over uh, 30 years now, I guess. Uh, done a lot of yeah. good worth it. And, you know, when you've been doing it that long, sometimes people kind of forget about you, so I'm glad we can make these reminders so that uh, people can jump right in and, and help support this great organization. We certainly appreciate it. Are you saying out of mind? Is that what you're saying, Rick? No, but you, let's face it. And you see this happen with uh, coaches, celebrities, athletes. They do tremendous work, and while they're in the public eye, you know, that it just comes pouring in. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden you're out of the public eye, and, right. and people can tend to forget. And that's why I love Coach talking about those who are still supporting because there are many that have stayed with him through all of these years, and I think that's very, very impressive. That's it, yeah. Right about that. Uh, Coach, how, how do you think that you would have, and I use the word operate, because the coaches, the administration, the school's not supposed to be involved with these NIL deals. Name, image, likeness. What do you think about the NIL? Do you think you think it's a good thing? You know, you have mixed emotions, mixed feelings about about something that someone can get from another person who can't get. Uh, in other words, I'm, I'm thinking that you're talking about the, the use of a, of an image or a name or, right. or something. Right, and and as a, I, you know, I, I'm I'm from old school, so I would probably not be on on that page of voting for that, <laughs> you know, uh, oh, because I see I see what would, you know, it, it's going to turn in to a professional sport. That's all. That's that's, that's where we're headed. Uh, it's everybody's playing for something. A lot of a lot of schools have been playing for that already. They've already had that going on for years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, we're, hell, they're going to have to have back pain uh, on some of them if they, if they went back and get some real checking. So uh, it doesn't surprise me, you know, that, uh, that uh, I, you know, I used to tell them, hell, you're going to take a cut when you go to the NBA, <laughs> even college. Come on, you're going to take a cut and pay. <laughs> so, so, you know, I have some. I mean, mixed emotions on 
what what is it, what what is it, it, it is there for? And uh, like I said, if I'm a voter, I probably would go on the side of no, nah, you you know, we we're gonna do this as amateurs, not that not as professionals. Now, if it become a professional type bill, then that's well, okay. We'll do it that way. Everything has changed. You know, you look at teams today; they may have the team today tomorrow looks totally different. Yeah. And, you know, you can go get some other players and guys are seniors, guys are 25, 26 years old playing 18, 17 year old kid. I mean, it's a different ball game. And so, you, in order to survive, you better get out there and get you some of those kind of players that are that age and have that maturity. And, and when when you got that kind of a situation, you just, guys that got the best talent going usually win the game. Lane Kiffin, the football coach at Ole Miss, said today in a press conference that, um, you know, and they've, they've had a good recruiting year in football, but he said, and he said he's not against the NIL. He understands it, and I'm sure they're involved some. But he said a school like Ole Miss, even though they're an SEC school, they don't have the resources that Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State have. And he, like you, Coach, thinks it can become a deal where the highest bidder gets the best players. Absolutely. That's what's going to happen. I mean, that's what's been happening. There you I mean, go, Coach. Happening. That's new. been happening already. <laughs> <laughs> some of us will be, you know, some of the guys are behind. Listen, the rules that used to put a team on probation, you can do the same rule today and it doesn't even affect There you go. There you go. I, you know, listen to this rule, and I never will forget. The kids going through the rings. And you picked him up and put him in your car and took him to class. That's a oh, violation. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. How can you be a humane a violation? That that just goes to show you where were we? We're in the dark ages. And and, and some of those people say, hell, not only am I going to give him a ride, I'm going to give him a car. Tell me about it. I will tell you this, Coach. It's past the statute of limitations, and I wasn't a coach, but I did work for the athletic department. I broke that rule on picking up kids in the rain. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I did it several you know, times. <laughs> hey, kid, come by here and want a sandwich, and you got it, Hog. You hungry? Yeah, go ahead. Get here. I'll fix it. I'll even fix it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Well, they, well, why would. What, what's that going to do? Well, you, you, if you don't give it to the other student, hell, I don't know the other student. <laughs> All right, that's like that's just like telling me you can't give this to your son because he plays for you, and you can't do that for him because you don't do it for the others. That's that's my son. The other ones are not. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so you know, uh, oh man, it. It, it's wild. It's wild. I, 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 I'm looking at the NCAA, and, and, at, and especially in, the, in those days, there's still some of it today. It just don't seem. A guy used to use the telephone too much, and he's he penalized. He's fired because he used the phone too much to call. And now today, well, not only do they use the phone, they use any other means of communication. That's right. When you're not supposed to be. At least that's what they say. There ain't no such thing as not supposed to be with anything anymore. So if if, if I could coach today's rules, I'd be I'd be a tremendous outlaw. They like to buy me all the players in the country. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's what's happening, and, I, and I, it's sad. But all I can do is sit back and laugh and say, "Hey." 
you made it, you got through it, and and thank God for that. And hopefully, this new generation will, yeah. will somehow see the light and get it all fixed. Had to be really frustrating for you, knowing what you knew that others were doing, and and then uh, one simple allegation and the, and the impact it had on your program. Oh man, it it hurt us so uh, that 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 to this day is the biggest scar that I could ever suffer is when they said that we were doing something and it turned out we were doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but but if you you put yourself in that limelight and everybody that goes to recruit against you will say to them, they're going on probation next year. And, and you know, once once a little school like Arkansas became dominant school, going to Sweet 16, Final Fours and all that, they said, hey, how in the hell can he be doing that? you got to be cheating. Mm-hmm. The only reason I look at that, I said, the, the reason they think we're cheating because, hell, they're cheating and we, they think we're out cheating. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's coach- how I looked at that. Yes, Coach, sir. this may this may be legendary, and there may be truth. There may not be truth. I hope I, I don't have you, enough time. You better save it till next week. Oh, gone it! Playing. Save okay. that thought. Ah, uh, I think it'd be a good one, Coach. All as right. always, wonderful. Thank you. You got it. Take care. All right, Coach. That is the coach, Nolan Richardson. Thanks to Slim Chicken.